guys, welcome back to Mike Jiggers with Dan and Emily. We're just a couple of great friends trying to crack each other up and hopefully put a smile on your face. I'm Emily and here is my co-host, Danimal. Hey guys, what's up? Woohoo! Yeah. We're back again. Another new show, working on some better equipment. Hopefully you guys notice the difference in the sound quality. So sorry. It happens. As long as we're getting better, right? Right. Okay. Uh, So, what's new with you this week? Well, I mean, I was sick for a good chunk of this week, so sorry to y'all that are listening. I sound like Garbo today, and sorry for the sniffing and the coughing, but I'm going to try and powerhouse through this, but not a whole lot exciting. I, um, there it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Um, I do have my animals. I do have a pretty good story about what Scotty did this week. Yeah. It's a little gross, like a, like a little, a lot of gross. Yeah, that's the show. So I was out in my living room doing something and Mikey had just gotten home from work and I go into the bedroom because he's changed out of his work clothes and we both look down at the ground and we're like, what is that? It's a Kleenex. Like, where did this come from? Scotty went into the bathroom, pulled out a Kleenex from the trash can and there was a used tampon in it. Uh. Yep. She dug into the bedroom and just laid it on the floor. And Mike's like, what is that? And I go, oh, I know. And I picked it up and I told him what it was. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Our dog is real fucking gross. Yeah, that's Scotty. So I made sure that she gave him a big old lick on the face after. <laughs> that's wrong. That's so wrong. <laughs> Any other exciting stories from the animal kingdom? (laughs) Bronx really likes to try and kill me. So I'm trying better about not like looking down when I'm walking because I'm real horrible about that. And so he likes to just shoot right in front of my feet and he either gets punted or I trip. So he really likes doing that because he, is he coming up behind me? Yep. (laughs) Cats sneaking up on you to kill you still. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, bitch bought me shitty food this week. Kill her. You just look back at him. Bitch, good job and buy your own good food. <laughs> you're lucky you're not getting sawdust. <laughs> Basically. Not, not a whole lot going on for me this week. Tried to do some maintenance on my newish car. Didn't get too far into it because I found out that the previous owner stripped the plug on the oil pan. So, Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, I can get it loose. I'm just waiting on a replacement because I need to just replace that while I'm in there. Yeah. But yeah, that was a fun realization. Other than that, not a whole lot going on. Just living the working adult life. Ooh, my adult thing this week, I went and got my nails done. That's about it. I'm not sure that counts as an adult thing. <laughs> Man, I was so responsible. I got my nails did. Ooh, girl. Did you see them? They're like holographic and they change color. That is kind of cool. I'm pretty impressed with them. It's kind of 90s, though. We'll get to that later, because I've been watching some 90s TV lately. Also, I sit and just torture myself, because most people know, not lactose intolerant, but I sure do love ice cream, but it does not love me. Mm-hmm. And so that was my week, is just eating a bunch of things that I shouldn't have. Being sick and making yourself more sick? Yes, that was my week. Okay, so we've covered what you did do this week. How about we cover the shit Emily didn't do this week? Ooh, guess what? It was everything. I did do my dishes and I'm almost done with laundry, but I haven't done anything else this week and my house is still disgusting. Considering right before you got here, I had to take out all the trash because it was gross. See, if you just have some kids, no, then it's, it's free labor. Can you hear my kids back there right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why. They're fighting. I don't have real children because I can barely maintain my fur babies. So, does that pretty much cover your life this week? Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot. But I had an excuse. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so I have half days when I work on Saturday. And on my half day, I, I mean, I did feel kind of crappy. But when I got home, I just didn't do much. And like I sat on my computer and I had the rest of the day to do stuff. But about like three o'clock. I spiked a fever. Mm. I had a fever for seven hours. It was rough. I could not get warm. I was so miserable. So I blame being sick. Okay. So is there anything exciting or 
crazy that you have seen this week? The only exciting thing I've seen this week is the final trailer for The Joker. I know. I was really excited that you sent that to me. I'm super pumped. I've been skeptical of that movie since they announced it. A villain origin story seems like a strange way to go with a movie. Yeah. Plus the DC movies don't have the greatest track record. No, not really. But and I'm still not sure that as a DC movie it's going to work. It just looks good. The acting looks good. I'm so excited for Walking Phoenix. I know. Already Oscar buzz about his performance. Good. It just looks like an interesting portrayal of a man's descent into madness, regardless of his comic book origins. I'm really excited. I haven't really seen any of the new DC movies because we've talked about like the last good DC movie that I've seen was uh, the first Dark Knight. And that was like the last good one that I saw. And Heath Ledger's Joker shoes are such big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. I like where they're going with this one. It looks similar enough, but still distinct and different. And I like that there's more background in there. Yes. I love that even the final trailer doesn't really give you that much of an idea of the actual plot of the film. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go in and be surprised to see where it's taking me. It seems like a risky movie for them to make. And I just appreciate that risk. I'm super excited. We'll see if it lives up to the hype. The last DC movie I got super excited for also had the Joker. It was Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that was probably one of my greatest disappointments in film. Did you see that Netflix is making a Breaking Bad movie? I did see that. See, I never really got into Breaking Bad. People kept trying to get me into it. I might have watched one or two seasons. I never really related to it. I mean, the, the acting was good. I just couldn't get that interested in the story. I need to finish it. I've only, I'm actually only a couple season in, seasons in because when I watch shows, I binge myself sick of shows and then I just leave them. I've done that. I, I've done that with ER. I'll go through one or two seasons <laughs> at a time and then I'm like, I can't, I, I can't stomach any more ER and then I'll leave it for a year and then I'll come back. Oh yeah, this is a great show. Why have I not been watching it? Did oh, I tell yeah. you why I'm traumatized of that show? I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. So it used to be one of my mom's like favorite shows because when like the first house that I remember living in. Is like when it came out. So it was like, what, early 2000s is when it came out? Mid 2000s? Oh, it was like mid 90s. Mid 90s? Yeah. Okay. So I was maybe, let's say, five or six. And my mom was watching an episode in her bedroom and I couldn't sleep. So I'm like, Mom, can I just come? My dad worked midnights. And so I was like, Mom, can I fall asleep in here? She's like, Yeah, sure. And so I laid next to her and I just opened my eyes and turned to the TV. This bitch was coughing up a piece of her lung and like spit it across the room. Scarred me for life. Yeah, that sounds like ER. Yep. There's some pretty graphic stuff in there. I know. It's amazing though. I know. Um, then on the other side of doctor shows, you have Scrubs, which was also amazing. I love Scrubs. <laughs> There's such opposite ends of the spectrum, but I love both of them. I know. I, I wish they'd bring back Scrubs, but like good, unlike the last time they brought it back. Do you know which Doctor Show I really like? House. House was great. I thought it went a little long. It died out near the end, but like it was really good. I thought it was at, at its best in the early seasons with the original team. Mm -hmm. And then once they had the season where he was auditioning new team members, that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. You had Calpin, uh, Kumar. Yeah. But yeah, after that, I think it quickly jumped the shark, but. Yeah, early house was really good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any other exciting news you have? Did you see the new Cats trailer? There's a new one? No, I meant just like Cats in general. Have you seen the trailer for Cats? I saw it like a month ago or so. I'm actually really excited about that. They've got a really good cast in there. Have you ever seen Cats? Bits and pieces. See, I'm, I have no previous experience with it at all other than just being aware of its existence. Yeah. So, I don't know what to expect from it. But it looks at least visually stunning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll give it a try. See, see how good it is. My last exciting news that I have is there's a new Sim Sims expansion coming out, and it's Witches. I saw that. Or it's, it's basically an updated version of, like, making magic, basically. I saw that and I immediately thought of you. Yes! It's been so long since I played any Sims. But I love the any, Sims. Anytime I see Sims news, yep, 
Emily. Oh, I love Sims, and it looks so cool because you're you're being a witch, or I guess for you males out there, warlock. But still, and making magic on steroids. So, like, I'm really excited about that. Okay, so moving on to just weird news. This one cracks me up. Dairy Queen burgers are not made of human flesh. A county coroner is forced to confirm. What? So apparently there is a Dairy Queen in South Carolina and the feds raided it, but it wasn't immediately announced why they raided it. It ended up being that they had gotten a tip about some illegal money transfers that somebody was like storing cash at that business and doing. Mm -hmm. But since nobody knew why they actually got raided at first, the rumor went around that they got caught selling burgers made out of human flesh. So then Dairy Queen had to come out and publicly say, no, our burgers are 100% beef. And then some local paper, they went to the county corner and they're like, hey, is this even possible? And he's just exasperated. Like, no, like, why? Who would even believe this? It's not even believable. What is wrong with people? Like, why would you even think that Dairy Queen would do that? Like, it's somehow easier and cheaper for them to acquire human cadavers than to just buy beef. I mean, it it reminded me of the first episode of Bob's Burgers when the rumor goes around that they're making their burgers out of people from the uh, mortician shop next door. <laughs> the health inspector makes them put a giant sticker on their door that says, Burgers may contain human meat. Oh my God. Rather than just closing the place. <laughs> All right, let's move on to your story. Lady Fine, brown recluse in her ear. So the headline read, Woman thinks she has water in her ear. Turns out it's brown recluse. Oh. One, that freaks me out so bad because, one, I'm my allergies have been so bad this year that my ears have started getting really itchy, and I'm just determined that it's bugs in my ear. And after reading that, like, every time my ear itches, I'm like, spider is in my ear. There is a spider in my ear. That's a lot of nope. Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't even like to think about that. Anytime I see those stories, because mm-hmm. you're so vulnerable when you're just sleeping, makes you want to just put earplugs in. Oh, oh mm-hmm. no. Moving on. We're going to move on from this. Yeah. Did you hear what Hasbro has recently acquired? No. no. Okay. So here's a headline. Hasbro acquires gangster rap label Death Row Records as part of $4 billion deal. Are you serious? (laughs) Okay, so it's not quite as simple as the headline makes it sound. Basically, they bought this other company, Entertainment One, that makes the cartoons uh, Peppa Pig and PJ Masks Mm -hmm. in a bid to expand their family-friendly catalog. But through just assorted business transactions over the years and Death Row Records changing hands, Mm -hmm. it had ended up at Entertainment One. So when Hasbro... Trying to buy family-friendly entertainment, acquired this other company. They bought Death Row Records. And for people who don't know who Death Row Records is, just name a few people that are on it. Damn, I, I can't. I want to say Tupac was. I, I know Suge Knight was in charge of it forever. And like he's currently serving many years in prison <laughs> for running a guy over. Oh, God. On the set of Straight Outta Compton. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Which is a movie that depicts what a horrible person Suge Knight is. So, Google says Death Row Records was was Tupac, Suge Knight, Snoop, Dr. Dre, Nate Dogg, Outlaws, I don't know who that is, Bow Wow? I thought he was in jail too. Yeah, not not the best reputation at Death Row Records. Mm. But yeah, I just thought that whole situation was funny, especially when I got to the part where they were trying to acquire family-friendly entertainment. Like, yeah, that that sounds about right. My last one is there were six elderly people who were arrested for having sex in a park. They're just getting jiggy with it. I mean, at least they're living their lives. What's left of them? <laughs> they're old. They don't give a fuck. So let's go fuck. My final weird story is nurse pretended woman's vagina was ventriloquist dummy in front of colleagues. So apparently this male nurse was examining a woman at like some care center with three other colleagues when he, quote, pulled her labia apart and said, hello, my name is blank, the patient's name. And when confronted about it, 
the nurse said the whole thing was taken out of proportion and really he just blames it on for getting his medication and he was just doing the best to deal with an awkward social situation. What the fuck? Although I will give him credit. When I read the headline, I was imagining something far more horrific than what he did. My mind immediately went to hand puppets. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Honestly, I think his greatest crime is not coming up with a better joke. If you're going to do that, you, you got to go farther. I, I would like to see what uh, Jeff Dunham would do with this. <laughs> like, maybe maybe that could be his newest character. You know, he's got Senior Jalapeno on a stick, Senorita Vag on a dick. <laughs> no. I dare you to sketch that out. I, no, I don't want to. Only if I can make it look slightly like a jalapeno. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, that would be nightmare fuel. So, okay, here's, here's this. Five elderly men and an 85-year-old woman arrested for public sex in Connecticut Park. Police in Connecticut had been getting reports of inappropriate behavior at a public park, so they decided to see for themselves. They set up surveillance in this conservation area that ale and allegedly saw five men and one woman engage in sexual activity. I love that it was a sting. Like, it wasn't even that somebody stumbled across these old people having sex. It was just like, you know what? We're going to do something about this. This is a problem. It's, uh, that might be more disgusting than the nurse with the vagina puppet. <laughs> I still can't get over that, though. Okay. So moving on to something a little more serious. This one was from the New York Post. And it says, parents are using smartphones to track their college-aged kids. And they spoke to a lot of parents. A uh, few of the parents I saw in the article, one said, it was necessary to track their kids because sometimes their kids didn't answer the phone or texts. And then another parent said, well, it's actually a benefit to my kids because then they don't have to tell me where to pick them up. I'm like, well, I don't really feel like it's that big of a benefit. Like, it's just creepy. I don't get it. Okay, so my problem with that is <clears throat> I, I'm a female and I'm also the youngest of just me and my brother. And so... I know what it's like to have a parent that is very overprotective and had to text me and I had to tell them who I was with, where I was at, where we were going, what we were doing. And if I didn't answer, then I was getting phone calls and I would be in trouble if I didn't answer. And so this to me is just, just bullshit, really. And just knowing how it is, they're at college, they're Basically, I hate putting basically in that because they're not adult, but they also have to be there to think for themselves. And if I can understand calling your parents like I'm in a bad situation, come get me. But if they're just sitting there tracking their kids, if even if they're like sitting in their dorm, like that's a little far, honestly. Yeah, it, I can see an argument when they're in high school. Like, yeah, I think that's a very fine line. When you're junior, senior in high school, you should be getting some more freedom. Yeah. But you're still, you're still a kid. Like it's, it's important for parents to check up on you. I don't think it's necessary to be able to reach your child 24 seven. Yeah. Like I think you need to give them some space, even just to make their own mistakes and learn how to get out of those mistakes. Yeah. But once you go away to college and I'm sure Someone might be out there listening, thinking, well, parents paying for the phone, then they should be able to use it to track the kid. Well, I disagree. Like, you can even say, well, it's keeping my kids safe if I know where they're at. I don't get it. I don't see that need. I mean, sure, there's there's plenty of college age people, male, female, that go missing. Yeah. Anybody that's going to abduct somebody, guess what they're going to do first? They're going to check the phone. Yeah, they're going to turn it off. But like, I do understand, like, if you do have a kid and they're, like, deliberately not answering it and they won't answer you for, like, hours upon hours, I could uh, see a parent. Like, I'm trying to see both sides here, but, like, I'm not for it for sure. But, like, if they're going to sit there, like, I can understand. Okay, the way I see it is, like... One, don't tell your kids you're tracking them. Like, if you need to just glance, just to be like, all right, this is where they're at. Fine. Turn it off. Go away. Like, you don't have to be in their business. This is their time. But, like, 
like I was saying, like hours upon hours, like, okay, if it's unusual for a kid to not respond like that, maybe, but that's a very um, loose maybe. See, I feel fortunate when I was graduating high school, texting was barely taking off. Like yeah. it was there, but it wasn't popular. Yeah. Cell phones, people had them, but they weren't. They're a little brick phone. Well, they weren't that sophisticated. There wasn't location tracking. There weren't even apps. It was a simpler time and it wasn't something you need to have on you all the time. It's been such a short period of time. I feel like a lot of these parents, probably not that much older than me, so they remember a time when you could not reach people 24-7. Yeah. Like They shouldn't be that hooked on it. Getting too dependent on a piece of more or less plastic and innards. Yeah. And I think, you know, these people, when they were in high school, obviously their parents couldn't track them like this. Yeah. But how would they have felt if everywhere they went, they had to worry about their parent following them in like a separate vehicle, you know, showing up lurking at the mall, you know, watching them, seeing what they're doing, spying in that way. They probably would have felt it was a violation of their privacy. They they definitely wouldn't have thought it was cool. And I wonder if these parents, when they when their kids were real little, they were also those parents that wouldn't turn their phone off if they went to the theater or, you know, they made their kids have a phone in grade school and had expect them to be able to be reached all the time. My God, seeing kids that like when I was getting my nails done, there was like this maybe 10 year old, maybe younger who was just he, she had a phone that was almost as nice as mine. And it looked like a newer iPhone. I'm like, what the hell? There is no need for a kid to have an iPhone. Maybe. OK, I can see giving your kid like an iPod like your kid at 10 shouldn't be texting anybody. Shouldn't. I mean, Give them a freaking flip phone if you're going to have them call you. But there is no need for a 10-year-old to have social media, texting, Snapchat. There is no need for that. Yeah. What 10-year-old needs is a jitterbug. Oh, my gosh. Because then they won't even think it's cool, so they won't want to use it. It should be an emergency phone, not a, well, I just need to check up on them for my own mental stability. Mm -hmm. Which, if, if you're out there just constantly checking up on your kid not because you have any reason to think that they're in danger but because you're just constantly living in that fear you need to take a chill pill yeah it's hard to come from two people who are not parents but like like i said i come from a parent who is very overprotective and i i do appreciate my mom so much for being protective but there's just times where it was almost smothering and it's just it's one of those things like you see like first, like parent with first kid and the parent with second kid. Mm. But like seeing how overprotective people can be and like I understand because the world is so fucked up now. But you have to learn like my kids are getting older. I have to start letting go like I don't have to stop being a parent, but my kids are becoming young adults. Yeah. And I think if you treat your kids like they can't be trusted. Yeah. What reason do they have to act like they can't Strict be trusted? parents make sneaky children. Yes. You're just teaching your kid, well, I have to find a way to get around this. Rather yeah. than having faith that the child you raised, you've raised them right. Yeah. I mean, like you said, neither one of us are parents, but this is the way I would parent. I would want my kid to like, grow up and be independent. Like, of course, have rules set. But if you want to see your child grow up, better maybe i don't know like i don't know how to put this nicely like if you don't want them to resent you you want to give them like a peace of mind almost and like a safe loving secure home is always the best but you also have to let them be their own person true see and like you i had a protective mom i, I love her mm -hmm. but at times she could be a little more protective i found ways to be sneaky yeah. It didn't always work out. Sometimes I got caught. But I remember one way, this was back in the days of like dial-up internet. She would be at work and maybe she would try to call to check up on me. Well, if I wanted to go out and not make it seem like I was away from the house, I would just take the phone off the hook 
So when she'd call, it was a busy signal as if I was on the internet. Nice. Just dick foot off the hook, leave the house. I think one time I got caught. I'm like, oops. <laughs> but yeah, and with her, I even understand it because I have an uncle I've never met because he disappeared when he was seven and he's just never seen or heard from again. But I think those things are still going to happen whether like you're, you can't be looking at your child's location 24 seven. Yeah. There's always going to be those blind spots of danger. You have to just have to have a little faith in them. I mean, if they're too young, they shouldn't be out by themselves anyway. Yeah. Then once they're old enough to be out on their own, like. Hopefully they know like what's right and wrong yeah, by and, this and point. You gotta, that's part of the job of parenting is before they reach that age, just teaching them some things are dangerous. Some things aren't. Some things you're not going to know. You just got to gamble in life sometimes. See, I always, for myself, I always kind of lived by, like, I have to learn from my own mistake. And I snuck out when I was a teenager. And people probably are sitting here thinking, you still sound like a teenager. <laughs> well, as a teen, me and my friends would, I would tell my mom I was staying at a friend's house and I would definitely be somewhere else. And, but like my mom, she always had to text me like where I was and I always had to make sure that I answered so she wouldn't get too suspicious, but I learned. I learned how to get around stuff like that. Yeah. Your kids will find a way no matter what era. I'm surprised there's not apps out there that just let you tell your phone, hey, I'm here. Yeah. If my parents ask, I'm at McDonald's for eight hours for no reason. Yeah. That That's a business opportunity for us. <laughs> Coming soon. No, definitely not. We don't want to. We don't want to do that. Wink, wink. Okay, is that about all we have to say on that? I think so. All right. All right. So on a lighter note, let's get into some TV guilty pleasures. Anything that you've been binging? Anything that you've been loving? Mine aren't all TV. I have some movies. All right. I am a sucker for found footage movies. And I don't know why. Like Blair Witch? Yes, Blair Witch. Or um, one of my favorites is Project Almanac. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I watched, not Project Almanac, but that. Chronicle? No, the one with the party. Uh, Project X? Yeah. Yeah, that one was good too. But uh, Project Almanac is some high school kids that stumble upon time travel technology. I'm, I remember it coming out. I watched that movie so many times, and it doesn't end in any place that's even remotely satisfying, like pretty much every found footage movie. I get to the end of it, why did I watch this? It, I knew going in, these never end in a way that like wraps up neatly like any yeah. other story, and yet I, I'll just watch them over and over again. I just can't help myself. Speaking of like Blair Witch, did you watch the new one that came out like a year or so ago? Yes, and it cracked me up because when the movie got over, Someone in the theater said, you just know they're going to make a third one. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, that was the third one. It, well, okay. So second in the series, third in the movies. So Blair Witch, the Blair Witch 2 was a completely different movie than the first one. It was the same like found footage, but like the first and the third are actual chronicle, chronological together. So, like, the second one was based off of the first one where they found the footage of the guy's sister. Right. The second one had nothing to do with them. I actually did. Like, the, the people went out in the woods trying to, like, track the path of the original team. Yeah. But then it wasn't even mostly found footage. It was just it was bad. Yeah. None of them are especially great, but... I did like the third one a little bit, though. The third one was... Interesting. I think just because like the effects were better. Yes. And it, it was definitely better than the first one where I remember when it came out thinking, man, this is mind blowing. This is the future of movies. It's totally different than anything I've seen before. And retrospect, it's just a bunch of college kids wandering the woods yelling, fuck. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> fuck, much. Fuck, we're lost. Fuck, you lost the map. <laughs> What'd you do with the compass? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not as great as I remember. Did you see, they're coming out fairly soon, a Blair Witch video game? Yes. It's um, it's out, or at least some like streamers have like early access to it, because a few people that are on Twitch right now have been playing it, and it's cool. See, 
Isn't it from the same people? Is that the same game that was from Until Dawn? Is that the same creators or are they different it creators? Might be. Because Until Dawn creators have are putting out another game. And I was thinking maybe I, I it was that. Say, I want to say the Until Dawn one is like Man from Medan or something like that. I'm not really sure, but that was a good game. I need to finish it. I started it and it feels like something that just takes time. Yeah. I don't really have that time to put into it, especially since most games I like to just screw around. Yeah. Like Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto. I will never finish the story just because I spend all my time being a horrible person and robbing people. Yeah. But I'm excited about the Blair Witch game. I want to play it. At the same time, I probably won't because most horror video games, I just nope very quickly. <laughs> I, I like horror movies, but when well, it comes a, to being an active participant, I'm just nope. That's how I feel about um, Resident Evil 7. I, that's how I feel about every Resident Evil I've tried to play. <laughs> I remember one, I, I didn't get too far into the game and all of a sudden I'm being chased by this giant like half man, half oversized cockroach whatever yeah i just nope i'm done <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was on gamecube so it wasn't even that great of graphics yeah just, nope. oh they um so on playstation sometimes they'll put out games from the original and we downloaded the second one or no it was the first one and the camera angles you're not it's not first person it's you're playing from a camera over in this corner, this corner, oh. or or it's front facing, like you're watching yourself walk towards the screen. Nope. Yeah, it was just terrible. Tell you, a horror movie I would actually like to play, but I'm not sure how you would make it work as a game. Scream. I love the Scream franchise. That'd be awesome. When I was in high school, I was in a computer program class and we had to make some random program where like it was a quiz and people had to answer it there weren't any requirements to go above and beyond but i was an overachiever in that class and i figured out how to use internal speakers in the computer tower to simulate a ringing phone so i turned mine into a scream movie trivia question game like you know the phone calls that ghostface makes in the what? movies <laughs> yeah i i did all the like line commands to draw like ghost faces face on the screen and ask random trivia questions about video games and made phone ring. I was really proud of that. See, Scream has just always forever going to be scary movie to me. A scary movie did kind of ruin it. Mm-hmm. The original Scream is probably one of my favorite horror films. Fun fact, I've actually never seen any other Scream movies because I was just a giant pussy when I was a kid. And so like I didn't start coming around watching scary movies until i was probably like about 17 we're definitely going to have to correct that the original is a classic the sequels are rubbish except for the fourth but yeah we're gonna have to fix that okay so what do you got so mine are all tv shows but like i have this thing where i love watching tv like cooking shows i freaking love gordon ramsay <laughs> that's on my list too <laughs> yes but, but like Last night, besides Gordon Ramsay, like, I love Hell's Kitchen, and then he's got one show that's out new that was 24, to, 24 Hours to Hell and Back, and MasterChef. I love MasterChef Junior. That one's cute. But last night, for whatever reason, I started watching um, Cake Wars. <laughs> I don't know why. But, like, one of my favorite TV shows is Unwrapped. So it's basically, like, um, it's had two hosts. The new one is, who's the guy that plays Carlton from Fresh Prince? Alfonso Rivera. Yeah. He's the host now. But basically, Unwrapped is a show that goes behind the scenes of these factories that make, like, candy and chocolate and all that. And, like, shows you, like, the process that they mm -hmm. do. It's really cool. But Food Network Challenge, back in, like, the early 2000s, had chocolate sculpting, huge masterpieces that people would make out of cake chocolate candy like huge sculptures like three four five foot sculptures i love that stuff like it just blows my mind people can mm -hmm. do that and hulu doesn't have food network challenge which makes me really mad <laughs> but tv cooking shows love it what's your second one okay along the same lines it was kitchen nightmares slash a new one I've gotten into is Bar Rescue, which is basically Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, but it's got that um, one bald guy. Yeah, and he's pretty much just like Gordon Ramsay. He goes in, calls people idiots, 
and instead of rescuing the restaurant, rescues their bar, and most of the time it doesn't work out because mm-hmm. they're idiots. I was watching one yesterday, and this guy bought this place. It was already an existing bar, and just decided to buy it, be the head chef because he had a chef background. Thought you know what? It's easy for me to switch from there to here. He had to be told that you couldn't keep cooked food next to raw food. I do remember that. <laughs> they, he, they went into the kitchen and this main guy is just like, what are you doing? And the chef's just like, I don't see the problem. They're not touching. It doesn't matter. People are idiots. I think that's one of the main things I love about those shows is like basic common sense that some people don't have. Kitchen Nightmares really threw Mikey and I for a loop because... It was just one of those things like, I believe that some of the restaurants around here are pretty clean, or at least I'd like to think that, but like seeing that really gave us a 180 on perspective. Since you bartend, Mm -hmm. you'll love this. One I was watching just before I came over, this bar, they had a gate, you know, to keep you from getting back in the bar, but it was fixed. So every single bartender had to crawl underneath it and then they had to crawl back out. And the way it was set up was like people... Like, basically, the servers were the bartenders, so they had to go get the, go crawl underneath the gate. Why? Go mix the drink. Why fixed? I don't know. That was one of the first things they took out when they remodeled the place, but it just cracked me up because you just see them have to crawl underneath. I can understand having gates on the end so people don't get back there, especially yeah. if it's like a super hopping place. You just flip but, it up or down, you know? Yeah. Like, like. It needs to move. It, it was. It wasn't even as if they had screwed it into place. It was just extra length to the bar that went to the wall. Oh. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like I, I gotta remember to tell Emily that. <laughs> See, when I'm at the bar, we don't have anything like that. Because yeah. most people aren't idiots. They know they can't go back behind the bar. Yeah. <laughs> What's your next thing? House hunters. I love house hunters. I don't know why. I don't know if I just hit that peak age where, like, <laughs> HGTV became, like, super appealing, but House Hunters just blows my mind of just, like, the nitpicky people out there. Like, I've been seeing a lot of young couples that have, like, an actual reasonable how price, but then you just have the people like, I, I don't do anything, blah, 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 my husband, blah, 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 this, our budget is six million. Or... Even better, their budget is like $10, but their requests are about $6 million. Just like the nitpicky, like these realtors can only do so much, especially in like certain areas that people are looking for. And when they're like, well, I told you I didn't want this. I'm like, well, this is what's in your price range. So this is what you're getting. And a lot of times like you're not going to find any house that fits every exactly. single. Yeah. If you want a house that fits all of your requirements, build a house that fits all your requirements. Or you go to like, they have the suburbs that are like popping up and you can go look at their model home Yeah, and you can add stuff to it, but that's six, seven grand just to add certain things to it. It's just so ridiculous. I just love watching it. How people can be that out of touch. Got another one? Yeah. Last one. It, oh, this, this is such a guilty pleasure. Ancient Aliens. Love that show. Love that show. Love that show. And not even just Ancient Aliens. Anything that has to do with even a hint of lost civilizations, it's, it's like crack to me. Can we just say that Giorgio Suclo just makes that show? <laughs> yeah. If we could get him as a third host on this show, that would be great. Oh my God. That's what we'll have to do if like this ever turns into a video podcast. Yeah. We'll have to do an episode where we're just combing his hair for him. <laughs> Teach him how. Giorgio, this is what a comb looks like. Uh, you know that he's a, like one of the main producers on the show now, don't you? Yeah. So it just has gotten like, it's really interesting to see theories like that because they like, make it so convincing on certain things. And I just, I love that show. Sometimes it's such a stretch. Uh, yeah. My go-to when I describe what a stretch it is, is they were doing an episode about lost technological weapons. Mm-hmm. And he did a whole thing about how clearly Excalibur, King Arthur's sword, yeah, must have been a lightsaber with biometric imprints, and that's how it knew who could pull it from this stone. 
Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because like Excalibur wasn't the one he pulled from a stone, but whatever. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, just anything to do with lost civilizations. Uh, even from a little kid, I was obsessed with Atlantis. And to this day, like anything about Atlantis, I just love. But at one point, fifth or sixth grade, I was pretty sure that my future career was I was going to own a submarine and I was going to like just travel the oceans of the world until I found Atlantis. Two things. Aliens are real. Fight me if you think I'm wrong. And two, when I think of Atlantis, I think of Futurama and the lost city of Atlanta. Everything comes back to Futurama. I'm not sure about aliens. That's Fight me. Okay, that's one of those things. I'm not sure aliens visit us. I think probability-wise, it's pretty arrogant to think we're the only intelligent life in the entire universe. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there's probably something out there. There's something watching us that's just laughing at the entire stupidity of the world. Did you have one more? I have a couple, but I'll make them short and sweet. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, back to the 90s like the thing. original, yeah. Yeah, okay. with Melissa Joan Hart. It's on Hulu. I've been binge watching <laughs> it, and I forgot how good that show was. And, like, I loved it as a kid anyways. I loved TGI Fridays. Or TGIF is what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, they, Boy like, Meets World, Sabrina. I, I love that show. But, like, my others would be um, American Pickers. Just because it's really cool to see like history on stuff. And I love history anyway. But my last one would be there's an animated show called Gravity Falls. It's so good. And it's just one of those animated shows. Like when it came out, it came out on Disney DX or whatever. And so I thought it was just like some dumb kid show. And then Mikey started watching. He's like, you have to check this show out because I think you'd really like it. And the sense of humor in it is just beyond just any kind of kid show. Yeah. Um, there's been a few kid shows I've seen like that, like The Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, my God. That's seriously one of my favorite shows. There's so many things in that that no child is going to get. See, okay. Cartoon Network, back when that show first came around, was like prime. It wasn't made for little kids. It was made for like older kids and teenagers. Or um, Teen Titans. The original yeah. Teen Titans was... None of that Teen Titans best, go bullshit. Best TV show there was on uh, Cartoon Network. Bring back Teen Titans. I... Let's build an audience for this podcast. Okay. And then we we mobilize. <laughs> we, we take any of those people that might have been considering storming Area 51. And instead, we all just... Go to, to the Cartoon Network yes. headquarters. <laughs> we storm Cartoon Network and... Make them bring See, back the, the original thing, Teen Titans. The thing is, is that the creators of Teen Titans Go have fully admitted that they fucked up and that Teen Titans Go is just a shitty ass show, but there are so many children watchers, like it gets the views. Have you ever seen, there's a bit from Teen Titans Go where they get shown like video footage from different like realities where the Teen Titans exist and one of them is footage from the original Teen Titans cartoon and all the Titans like, wow, that looks so much better than what we've been doing. Yeah. I do know what you're talking about. It's just such a good show and it had such good storyline to it too. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. Are you ready to play a game? <laughs> yeah. Games. I should have phrased that differently. It sounds like we're about to enter a Saw movie. Are you ready to play a game? Or however the fuck he says it. Yeah. I need, I need that creepy doll. Okay. So, we're going to try this little game that we made up, and we call it Let Me Tell You About. What we're going to do is we're going to each draw a topic out of a bucket, and then we're going to try to rant about that topic as long as we can, as if we're just some random drunk you found in a bar, and you have to start every rant with Let Me Tell You About blank. Okay, do you want to go first? Yes, I do, actually. All right. I can't wait for this. This could either go really bad or it's going to be amazing. <laughs> this is so fitting. Let me tell you about them aliens. Them aliens. I swear they're sitting there watching us and they know everything that we're thinking about. And they're going to just come down and scoop us up and probe us. And um, they real, man. They're so real. And... um. They they just go and take us out. You know? You know what I mean? 
they just go and come get us and they go and wipe us out and (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like you ran out of material there (laughs) you you, you know what I mean man they're just gonna go wipe us out oh my gosh I'm so sorry listener (laughs) alright my turn the aliens are gonna get you man Okay, so when I was making these topics, for some reason, something possessed me to make some that were going to be hard to rant about. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. It just came to bite me in the ass. Good. All right, let me tell you about ice cream. Go on. I hate that shit. It's so cold. It hurts your teeth. It's all sugar and dairy, and it hurts my tummy. Hurts my tummy, too. And, uh, yeah. That's it? I, I got nothing. I don't know what possessed me to... Maybe I was just trying to screw you over. <laughs> or maybe I thought I could come up with more material. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me tell you about the cure for cancer. <laughs> it ain't happening, bitches. Well, it probably has happened, and the government is hiding it from us because that's what they do best. But nobody's getting it, and... No cancer for you and no cancer. Well, cancer for you and cancer for you. And that's what's happening. And you ain't getting the cure. <laughs> I could hear somebody at a bar going on that rant. I think I could too. Hate that we're getting all of yours because I had some weird ones. Let me tell you about the Illuminati. Go on. They're watching us. They're they watching like the aliens. They're watching us right now. Probably. That all seeing eye. It sees us because it sees all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and they control everything. Do you know they sunk the Titanic? Probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you about the Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> I'm a little drunk, okay? I love it's a, a drunken rant. <laughs> okay, so the Illuminati, they control all the banking. They control the music industry. Probably. I can see that. They killed Jeffrey Epstein. Probably. And they're the ones who decided that you could put pineapple on pizza. Fuck that shit. They're evil, evil people. Yeah, they put pineapple on their fucking pizza. (laughs) That's all I got. That was pretty good. I like the Jeffrey Epstein part. (laughs) Let me tell you about dry skin. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell. Oh, dry skin. I got them chafy elbows and... My skin is ashy and itchy and it's not good, man. No amount of lotion I put on makes me feel better. And my toes, my feet, I get dry heels. Man, that really fucking sucks. For real, I do get really bad dry heels and that really fucking sucks. And mm-hmm. But, but when you have an itchy leg in the middle of the night, that dry heel really comes in handy. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you about that dry skin. Winter's coming, bitches. And there ain't no hope for anybody. Well, if we learn anything from Goldmember, it can be a snack, too. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) That's so fucking gross. And I can literally see uh, Michael Myers peeling his skin off. And Oh, wait, no, it was not Michael Myers. I was No, it was Mike Myers that was Goldmember. Was it? But when you're saying Michael Myers, I'm picturing the killer from Halloween. Just, you know what? This will scare people even more. I just... (laughs) Peel my skin off and stick it in my mouth. It's not even a mask he's wearing. It's just dry skin <laughs> on his face. He just starts peeled off the cheeks. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> this is so much more terrifying than when he had a knife. Oh, well, what is he going to do now? At least the knife was predictable. <laughs> Peels off, sticks it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you about curling irons. Oh! That shit. It gets so hot. Why does it have to be so hot? You have any idea how many times I've burnt my forehead? I, I'm right there with you. Just trying to get those perfect curls. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Why can't they come up with a better solution? Well, I don't know. There has to... Forget cold fusion. We need cold curling today. See, I put that one in there because... When I made those, I had just curled my hair, and I don't know how many times I touched my neck with my um, curly hair. Yeah. 
Do you see my curling iron? Yeah. Can you describe what it looks like to people? I'd rather not. (laughs) It it looks like it could be a bit of a sex toy. I don't know what the brand thought of when they made this curling iron, but it's ridged. And yeah, so uh, that could lead to some very unfortunate burns. Yeah. It makes really nice curls, though. I will admit, like, it curls really well, but it is very um, not nice so looking. So let me tell you about curling irons. All right. Have you ever tried to use one in the production of a porn? No. Man, that that is an awkward hospital visit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was unplugged. Oh, no. Oh, no. But. At least they were well curled down there. God. Oh, no. I think what's worse is that I have it imaged in my head. Is there any puppeteering involved at the same time? I don't know. Maybe I should ask that vagina doctor. You read a vag on a dick. <laughs> oh, God. This made a weird turn. Oh, there's a reason there's an explicit content warning on this podcast. Speaking of hot things, let me tell you about glue guns. Okay. They may make things stick well, but hot glue burns, people. And you lose feeling at the tip of your fingers after a while if you glue and shit. And waiting for that glue to melt just really sucks because I got shit to make. And glue guns are the fastest thing because I probably shouldn't be led around like staple guns or (laughs) um, glue guns. Let me tell you about them. They dangerous. They hurt. It's hot. Glue hot. Yeah. Blue hot. This episode is brought to you by the burn cream of your choice. <laughs> Curling irons, glue guns, what else is next? Illuminati probably burn you if you give them a chance. Illuminata? <laughs> Illuminata. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you about getting paid. <laughs> See, sometimes you got to do whatever you got to do. You, you got to work that hustle. You, you got to maybe make some back. Alley deals, steal some shit, blow some shit, whatever it takes to get paid. It ain't easy on the streets. It ain't easy being cheesy. No, pimping ain't easy either. <laughs> Getting paid, you just gotta, you gotta get up, you gotta put in the work, go to a job, you bust your ass working tables. Get that bread. Dancing for men, you know, whatever it takes. You dance for men? Hey, I said whatever it takes, because you gotta get paid. Get the bread. Okay. This was weird. I love it. Yeah. It's harder than I expected. Are we ready for the second part of the games? Yes. What's our next game? All right. So this is something that Dan and I used to play when we worked together. Well, it wasn't something we played, but when we worked together, as you all know, I like the emo scream shit. And when I talked about certain bands, Dan would always think that they were made up. It's because you make up band names. I don't make up anything. None of these bands exist. That's what he thinks. So, I have several bands written down, and we're going to ask Dan which ones are real and which ones are fake. So, so what's the setup? Are you just going to give me one, and I have to tell you whether it's real or fake? Yeah. Okay. So, I just have them listed out here, and I wrote the ones that are fake in a different color. So, I'm just going to name the bands off, and... You can't even remember which ones are real or fake? Well, it just makes it, I'm very color coordinated, and so, like, just to know which one I'm on. Okay, I gotcha. First band, Elisana. Is that real? It is. Yay. Yay. It was a 50-50 chance. (laughs) This is a 50-50 chance. Would they have made anything I'd heard of? No. Okay. (laughs) Definitely not. The stuff I listen to. (laughs) Okay. There are a few in here that, like, I hope you know. But we'll see. Have they ever appeared on the soundtrack to Tony Hawk game? I don't think so. Okay. That's my best chance of hearing them. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, best game ever. Hailstorm. That one's real. Yeah. I feel so proud that I do that. (laughs) See, I did throw a few in here that I hope you know. (laughs) I feel like Captain America in the first Avengers movie where he's just like, I got that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Just so proud. Next band. Grip. Mm, that sounds like it could be real, but I'm going to say it's fake. Ding, ding, ding. You three for three, bitch. Yay. Fuel. I think that's real. It is real. Yeah. And you should know, like, a lot of their songs because they're, like, a late 90s, mid-2000 band. That sounds familiar. Metro Station. I'm going to say that one's real. It is. Better at this game than I thought. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> 
real big fish. Fake. Real. Damn it. They're a ska band. Ska don't count. Watch your mouth, boy. Every ska band's a fake band. You're a fake band. Your mom's a fake band. I'm telling. What do you think the odds are that she's going to hear this? Probably not. Yeah. Kids contour. Fake. Fake. Born of Osiris. That sounds real. It is real. Owl City. That one's real. That is real. <laughs> I get way too excited at the ones that I obviously know are real. Like, yay. Lamb of God. That sounds... I'm going to say it's real, even if it's not a real band you listen to. That's got to be some real, like, lame Christian rock band. No, they're a heavy metal band. I'm sure there's a lame Christian rock band called them. Probably. <laughs> Motionless and White. That one's real. That is real. Yeah. That's my favorite band right there. I'm really happy that you got that. I've probably only heard of them from you. I don't know. Probably. Burning Pods. Fake. Fake. Aerials. Fake. Fake. Yes. See, I didn't know if you would get that one. That seemed like it could be real, but I'm like, she's going to switch it. System of a Down. Come on. Hey. I'm not that clueless. <laughs> I know System of a Down. See, I wanted to put one easy one in there for you. <laughs> the Hailstorm See? was the easy one. <laughs> See, okay. I put Aerials in there because System of a Down has a song called Aerials. See, I don't know them that well. <laughs> Pierce the Veil. Real? Real. Hey. You are a lot better at this than I thought. Are you keeping score? Have I only missed one? Yeah. Cool. Never Shout Never. Fake. Real. Damn it. Daylight. Real. Fake. Damn it. My score's going downhill. Cute is what we aim for. Mm, that sounds like it could be a song instead. I'm going to go real. It is real. See, that one was one of the tricky ones that I threw in there because it was such a weird name. I remember the first time I heard Death Cab for Cutie. I'm like, that's not a real band name. It sure is, though. Ear or Ivory? Fake. Fake. Yeah. Newfound Glory. Real. Real. Beside Those Kickers. That sounds just bizarre enough to be real. I'm going to go real. Fake. Damn it. And your last one is Vampires Everywhere. Real? Real. This super emo band. So what was my final score? Um, you got 18 out of 22. Cool. I did a lot better than I thought I was going to. I can't wait to do this again. You have to make it more challenging. I know. Although, the ones I missed, I think, prove my point that these band names <laughs> are trash. You better watch your mouth, boy. The fact that you can't distinguish between, that's an obviously made up band name and this is an actual band. I think it proves my point. They need to do better. Whatever. So literally, I just go through my iTunes on my computer and look at all of my bands because like you can list it in alphabetical order of band name. And so I just had to just, I picked and choose and... So how'd you come up with your fake ones? I just typed in fake band names in <laughs> Google and it gave me a random list that was just generated names. Nice. There was some pretty like uh band names. Like, pretty good names out there. Pretty sure that's how most of those bands got their name. No. So, what do we have next? Well, it's my favorite segment, and it's our Urban Dictionary Word of the Day to close out this show. Okay, hit me. Wind jammer. <laughs> the, ne <laughs> the agonizing scream of a trapped turd. <laughs> what? Man, I was so constipated the other day. I was letting out all kinds of wind jammers left and right, but couldn't close the deal in the bathroom. What? <laughs> okay, who's having that conversation and with who? You don't talk about poop with your best friends? Have I? I don't know. Probably not with me. No. I can't say I ever hook up with friends and go, you know what? Let me tell you about this dump I took the other day. I probably need to start eating more fiber. Probably. I think on that note, we're going to go ahead and end the show. Uh, we hope you had a fun time today. We definitely had fun recording this. Yeah, thanks guys for joining us. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever else you find your podcasts. And for any of the latest updates, follow us on Facebook at Micah Jiggers Podcast or follow the link in the show note. Be sure to tell us hi because we always love hearing from you guys and tell us what you like and what you want to hear. Yeah. If you have any ideas for things we should talk about on the show, just let us know. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia.